hemlock knots. Cracking the restoration's toughest subjects through rational, balanced analysis of source material. So, so yeah, we want to. I want to ask you about some of the things, and you you kind of know the outline here. Um, and so let's just jump into it. Uh, the first first thing I want to ask you about is Fanny Alger. What she's uh, someone who uh, was supposedly married to Joseph Smith. Uh, probably the first plural wife. Um, and so what, what have you discovered and researched about her and what can you tell us about that story? Yeah. So she's almost always the first on a list of Joseph Smith's alleged wives. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, and this is a juicy story. You've got a bombshell, good looking farm girl who's helping Joseph Smith's family out as a maid and a servant. And, you know, she's 14 years old and, there's a charismatic prophet and there's stories about them in a barn together. I mean, it's pretty juicy stuff, right? I mean, people, people love this story. So digging into it, um, you know, what I do a lot of is what I'll do is I'll quantify all of the sources. Now, and even Brian Hales in his book, he's, he's pinpointing 19 sources. So I have found all 19 of these sources. They all have gone on the Fanny Alger timeline on the Hemlock Knots website and then we categorize, are they firsthand, secondhand, thirdhand, fourthhand? Are they contemporary? Are they early recollections, late recollections, very late recollections? And, and we break these down on a, a table, a visual graphic to show, okay, this story stems from this much quality of research. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to know that there's 17 accounts that are very late accounts, over 20 years old, meaning they're latent by 20 years. Nobody mentioned anything until 20 years later, at least 17 of the 19, 89% of those are based on very late accounts. And uh, most of them are third hand plus at least minimum third hand stories being passed down and told. So if we were to look at this as, as far as did Joseph Smith and Fanny Alger have a fling, I mean, people said they did, but what they're doing is they're relaying stories that they heard from others in most cases. Now, there are two early accounts, meaning within 10 years of it happening, we'll call that early, even though it's not technically early, that are secondhand. There's only two of those. The other 17 are much, much later, much more or less reliable. And so let me talk about these two secondhand accounts that people, people like to point to, right? Anthony Metcalf remembers a third-hand story from Martin Harris that he heard 13 years earlier. So he's recounting Martin Harris's story that he heard 13 years prior to him telling it. Right. So you see, you see what I'm getting at? So yeah. these are the things that I'm finding and I'm like, hold on, there's gotta be better documentation to this. Mm-hmm. And so, and he says, wherein Martin Harris was recounting a secondhand 37 to 42 year old recollection. So Martin Harris told him a 37 to 42 year old story. 13 years later, he tells it. And somebody writes it down. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? And so, yeah. and so he gives a little bit of detail there. And so, um, I mean, that's, that's one of them, Anthony Metcalf re- recounting the, the Martin Harris type story. And then in uh, Fanny Brewer was another one that was a secondhand account technically. So in 1842, she collaborates with John Bennett to include something in his upcoming book, right? About mm-hmm. the saints an expose mm-hmm. of sorts. So she's recollecting a five-year-old story of spring of 1837 when she moved to Kirtland. 
what she heard and what she saw and, and all that stuff. And so these are the two best accounts we have of Joseph and Fanny. Now, what do the experts say? Right? Yeah. The LDS church says on their website, fragmentary evidence exists. Fragmentary evidence that Joseph Smith acted on the angel's first command by marrying a plural wife, Fanny Alger, in Kirtland, Ohio, in the mid-1830s. Little is known about this marriage. How about nothing is known about it? And nothing is known about the conversations between Joseph and Emma regarding Alger. So the church is even admitting we don't have anything to show that this marriage actually happened or when it happened. They're just guessing on dates. They're guessing on whether they were sealed or married or whether it was adultery. Nobody knows. Right. Nobody has any clue about what actually happened here. And if you take the 19 sources about that, you know, you can pit them up against each other and find all kinds of discrepancies. So the question becomes like, okay, which one of these is, is true? Mm -hmm. They can't all be true. Right. And so you have to sort of sift through that and think about it logically. And so even Brian Hales, who's the leading expert on polygamy, he does a lot of good work in his books as far as digging up sources, telling the story. It's the official LDS narrative story. But he's on record of saying Joseph Smith's marriage to Fanny Alger, his first and only plural wife prior to the saints settling in Nauvoo is poorly documented. So it is hard to draw any firm conclusions regarding the details of this relationship. And yet he's listing her as the first wife. I mean, shouldn't that read take her off the list? If you don't have any, if you have no evidence or no or yeah. poorly documented story, I mean, like, um, he also says that no contemporaneous accounts or records have been located. Also, 15 of the accounts were composed at least 37 years after the incident. 13 of the narratives are secondhand. He's saying secondhand, but it's actually secondhand plus. Many of those are third, even fourth hand, right? Oh, okay. Th that's minimum secondhand. Mm -hmm. The first published reference to Fanny Alger by her full name occurred in 1881. Whoa. <laughs> Although her first name was, was used in an 1875 anti-Mormon book. Now that's from Brian Hales, the church's leading apologist on polygamy, probably, right? He published a three volume set. So even the historians themselves are admitting that this is a giant nothing burger as far as documenting anything. Yeah. So they're guessing and they're estimating, but that's about it. And so that's just one example we're building out timelines for all of Joseph Smith's alleged wives to find the quality of the source material behind it. So we can show people the full story of, of where these stories are coming from, who they're from, who they're not from. And just so that people can make a, a better guess at, at what may have happened back then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if, it, if I understand what you said correctly, it sounds like much later after the fact, people were saying, okay, Joseph, was married to someone or he had a fling with someone in Kirtland. Um, but now, now this, now the, the researchers are just saying like, yeah, we believe that that's true, but we just can't really find any great documentation for it. Is that kind of what, I mean, the gist of it is, yeah, there are a lot of late accounts. So they're trying to piece together what may have happened with a bunch yeah. of conflicting testimony. And obviously the people who were speaking about these events had, had a, had a pretty high motivation to originate polygamy in the 1830s, in the mid 1830s, right? Because they were polygamists themselves, mm. almost mm. all of them. You know, but we have Fanny Alger's brother or cousin. I think his name was John Alger, who was he went west with the Saints in Utah. Yeah. Nothing from him. He never commented on anything. Oh, really? You know, like his whole time there, there was no. <laughs> you seem like he would be the one that would 
tell the story, right? But yeah. so there's just a lot of mis- there's a lot of mystery involved, mm-hmm. and that's okay. History is really really hard to piece together, you know. And I accept that. It's I don't expect us to have all the answers, but mm-hmm. um, we can at least get rid of some of this guesswork that's on the LDS official narrative, their website, and just be like, hold on, these things are probably not something we should take to the bank and declare definitively right. unless we have proof. So yeah. Interesting. So, um, was, wasn't there something about Oliver Cowdery, like accusing yeah. Joseph of doing something with Fanny? Is that true? Or like, where does that come from? Oh, is that a late oh account? Um, no, I mean, that's, that stuff is high council minutes. Okay. Um, in, in the 1838, that's actually April 12th, 1838 is when that trial was. Let me run through this real quick because most people believe, okay, Oliver Cowdery, accused Joseph Smith of having a fling with Fanny Alger. That's what most people will say happened. And then he got excommunicated for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you dig into the actual story, read the source material. Of course, there's a very, very different story. So Oliver Cowdery never charged Joseph with adultery. I never said that. Here's what happened. There were nine charges filed against Oliver Cowdery by a guy named Seymour Brunson. Seymour Brunson wrote out nine things that Oliver Cowdery did wrong. Um, Persecuting the brethren was the first one, lawsuits against the brethren. And the second one on the list out of nine of them says, for seeking to destroy the character of Prez Joseph Smith Jr. by falsely insinuating that he was guilty of adultery. So the accusation is that Oliver Cowdery, quote, insinuated Now, the definition defines insinuative is to introduce gently or into a narrow passage to wind it in, right? Mm -hmm. To introduce by slow, gentle, or artful means. So Seymour Brunson is accusing Oliver Cowdery of, not even accusing Joseph, but insinuating that he did it, not even saying that he did it, right? You start to see how weak this accusation is. So here's what happened. Oliver Cowdery gets to answer to those nine charges. He only answers four and five, which are largely about selling property that belonged to the church. And Joseph Smith is on record in those meetings as saying that, you know, Joseph Smith Jr. testifies that Oliver Cowdery had been his bosom friend, therefore he entrusted him with many things. He then gave a history respecting the girl business, which people think has to do with Fanny Alger. Again, there's no names mentioned here. The girl business. Whatever happened, Joseph Smith explained, quote unquote, the girl business to 13 people in that room, minimum, and no charges were brought before Joseph. It's safe to say that they were satisfied in regards to whatever happened there because nobody went on to, you know, to make that a big deal. And Oliver Cowdery was given a chance to answer for these charges. Um, He mentioned nothing about it. He had a perfect chance to throw Joseph under the bus and to say that he did this with this little girl. Um, he never did. In fact, he said on all the other points, except for number four and number five, including number two about him committing adultery or insinuating about that. He said he had quote, differing opinions. And he said, I shall lay them carefully away. And then he goes on later to say, I beg you, sir, to take no view of the foregoing remarks other than my belief on the outward government of this church. So Oliver Cowdery is saying, I don't give a crap about anything on that list. We have difference of opinion about that stuff. But these two, these two charges I'm going to address. 
So he completely skirted over the Fanny Alger issue, right? right. Um, he also said that he called it a difference of opinion. So if Seymour Brunson is accusing him of insinuating that Joseph Smith was guilty of adultery with his girl, and Oliver Cowdery is like, yeah, I've got a different opinion on that. He's not admitting it, right? He's telling Seymour Brunson, I, I don't see it that way. That's not what happened. Gotcha. And so you get into the details of these things and you read them for yourself. And it's a totally different story than what's summarized in, you know, Saints volume, whatever these days. And so that's what I'm trying to do with Hemlock Knots is give people the tools and the resources to just go in and read it for themselves and uh, come away a little bit more intelligent with their arguments. Well, that, that's very interesting. I've, I've always taken a liking to Oliver Cowdery for some reason. Um, and that makes sense. How you explain that? <laughs> he, he, he's a good dude. In fact, yeah. one of his friends later on in life said that he was a modest and reserved man, never spoke ill of anybody and never complained. So Oliver Cowdery was a gentleman. He was polite. Mm -hmm. He was a lawyer. He was put together a gentleman. Um, so I don't, he might not have even had it in his nature to throw someone like Joseph Smith under the bus, even if he did know something. But yeah. um, you think that would be a big deal though, is, is for the president of the church to be in trouble for something like that. It would have been a much bigger scandal than it really was. And we have to remember that Joseph Smith told the entire high council what happened with the girl business, quote unquote, and they were all pacified. They were like, okay, it's a nothing burger. Let's move on. Yeah. And right. Oliver didn't, didn't contest what Joseph said. Nope. He just seemed nope. to... No, just yeah. let it slide. It was a, a, not a big deal. You know, Seymour Brunson had a problem with it, of his insinuation, but nobody else seemed to. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, that helps. Uh, so is there anything else about Fanny Alger that you'd like to mention? I mean, I wish there were. <laughs> I wish there was more stuff. There's just a giant dearth of evidence of any of it. So, yeah. I mean, we take the little scraps that we have and, and piece together a, a narrative that we want to happen largely yeah. but there's just really not much to it frankly okay awesome rumor yeah well I've, I've seen the timeline on your on your website about fanny alger and it's pretty good so i encourage everybody to go check that out thanks for listening if you like this show share it with your people join the conversation on facebook youtube or hemlockknots.com where you'll find show notes and source material for these subjects and much more.